welcome to the Words and Pictures podcast. I'm DJ Bowman-Smith and this is Words and Pictures podcast number 14. This week my guest is David P. Pulmutter. We had a bit of a shenanigans getting this thing recorded because for some reason, well I know exactly the reason, we're both dyslexic and I didn't notice the extra P in his email and so we all got a bit mixed up and it didn't it didn't happen for a minute but anyway we got it sorted out and we had a lovely interview and a great chat so stick around for the interview when you hear David and I talk about his upcoming film of his book and we'll be talking about marketing and dyslexia of course and all that kind of thing and lots of other stuff besides so stick around for David People Matter and he'll be talking about his book Wrong Place Wrong Time so at my desk this week, well, at my desk this week, I have been busy doing a sort of a different, slightly different thing. Um, I've been making a new page for my website. Now, website building can be a bit of a drag at the best of times, but I, I use Wix. I haven't got an affiliate link, unfortunately, but I wish I had. Wix, if you're listening. Um, yes, yeah, so I use Wix and they are quite intuitive to use. And I decided that what I'd really like to be able to do would be able to sell some hard copies from my site that are signed and send them off to people with a few goods and bits and pieces. So this week I've been busy getting that together. Obviously, you know, you set off on these things and you think, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And I knew it was going to be a world of pain. It was quite complicated because I've not really set up what they call apparently an e-commerce site on your page. And you have to kind of upgrade your website and all sorts of stuff and make it so that you can people can pay you, obviously. and put your bank accounts in and all sorts of fiddling about but anyway I got there in the end and that was great so I'm um, very excited to be able to sort that out and be able to sell some hard copies from my site like a well I don't know like a proper author it feels like um, so this entailed obviously in um, ordering books from KDP so I've ordered author copies so I've got some stock um, but then I wanted some bits to put in it because you see people unpacking books and all that kind of thing on social media and I sort of wanted it to be a nice experience, not just a signed book stuck in a jiffy bag. So I had some bookmarks made and they're really lovely. I'm really pleased with those. And I've also got my map because I write dark, grim, dark fantasy, as you probably know, as I probably tell you every week. And I've had my, so I've printed off some of my maps on some nice paper and I'm going to put those in and pop Probably a pack of sweets as well, I don't know. And some other bits and pieces that I can think of it. So, yeah, so that's me. I've I've put that out there. I've got my little page on there for signed copies of my paperbacks for the Crystal Bound series. And yeah, was it a lot of work? Mm, yeah, it was a lot of work. And I've had a couple of sales already, which is really nice. So um, I'm looking forward. I'll probably do that tomorrow, pack those up and make them all pretty and put them in tissue paper and everything and uh, I hope people enjoy having the hard copy in their hand because um, I think I read a lot of ebooks but I do also like a paperback as well and like a lot of people I quite often read the ebook and then go and buy the paperback as well or the hardback even so yeah so that's exciting so I'm, I'm happy to be able to do that and um, and yes so Wix has been pretty good I did have to phone them up and have a chat with them because I got a little bit confused but they were super helpful and kind of got me on the right track and yeah it's all working so yeah it's great and of course you have to do a test buy first so I got my husband to you know go onto the website and buy one of my books which was pretty funny and then he laughed he said I'm not going to get this book am I and I just sort of handed him one you know? I said can I have it back now and put it back on the shelf <laughs> he laughed he said I've read it anyway <laughs> so that was that but anyway happy days 
so there we are signed books on your website you know available direct from the author and i think it's quite good and it's quite nice because you know you get paid really quickly and i think that's pretty good you know and you can do you know quite a nice profit margin with that so yeah nice so happy days right so let's get on this week my guest is david perlmutter he's a really nice fellow come along listen to what he's got to say i think we need to start at the beginning i need i think we need to start with um wrong time wrong place because that's wrong place wrong time wrong, wrong place wrong time because <laughs> wrong that's, no, that's that's where it wrong. all began wasn't it and it's going to be made yeah. into a film and and it's a true story i believe it is yeah um i mean I, i've been dyslexic like you are yes i, I know yeah um i i always get titles wrong and words wrong and letters and uh, you know my editor who's actually my partner she I've, I just did an interview uh, in a magazine in America and um, he did this, the, one of the questions. It, it was a Q&A and it was about being dyslexic. And as my girlfriend, who, as I said, also my editor, she, she says, I know Dave language. So um, <laughs> it's, 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 I do go from I'm a kite. I do go from one thing to another. So you must excuse me. No, no, I'm a bit I'm a bit like that as well. I've always got, you know, several I always have loads of things on the go because my mind just goes flip, 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 flip to all sorts of things. And I think that's part of the dyslexic thing, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're lucky because we live in a world of computers and I honestly couldn't write anything without the computer. Did you find that made a big difference for yourself, the computer world? Yeah. I can't uh, write by one. hand, really. That, you know, it all comes one. out backwards. Exactly. <laughs> my, my, my handwriting is, is awful, to be quite yeah. frank. It's very... It's. I mean, it's even worse than doctors, as they say. Yes. Um, but with the with the with the computer, it's yeah, with the spell check and and things. And um, I mean, I'm right. I'll answer your question initially, then we can go on because we're going to to lose it. Um, how one place started? I was living in Portugal, and um, I just started a blog. We had a baby. My then girlfriend and called Ava, who was thirteen a couple of days ago, oh. and um, and I just started to do a blog. I thought I'm going to do something. I need to do a bit of therapy because what happened in the events in wrong place, wrong time has lived with me ever since. Obviously, from '91 it happened, and I thought I'd write a blog. So I did a couple of posts about it, and my then friend, well, she's still a friend, but my then editor Elaine. I sent her a couple of posts and she goes, David, this is far too good for a blog. Write a book. So nine months later, pressed the button on Amazon and the book was published. And um, and it's still, even after all these years, it's, you know, not in, in categories. Number one in currently in Australia on Amazon. It's number two currently in, in the UK and Amazon. It's number 30 in America. But it's all to do, I would feel, not being just a... A decent story and true but it's all about marketing and um because you've written lots of books about marketing as well as well as your um you've written a series of thrillers as well some of them are based on your own experience yeah, yeah. so you know lots of things about the marketing thing um what what's what's something key that you could say that helps sell your books um david um, the only person who will promote you the best is you and um, and also promoting other people as well you know because it's great that you can promote them i got a blog and i put hundreds of books on there from other authors and i 
tweet that i put it on other platforms and it sort of gives traffic to to that blog as well and it's now over eight hundred thousand views on it and um and it's still increasing um promoting i mean you learn every day about promotion i don't do tiktok even though my kids and now i've just started tiktok i've been on it a couple of weeks and actually it's really good and it's actually quite good fun so perhaps you because i said oh no it's not for me but i went to um a thing in london the self-publishing show um mark dawson's thing and uh, and it was very good and uh, what what i what i bought back from it was a lot of people were saying about the whole tiktok thing and how it had really helped them promote their work and um and I was a bit like, oh, I don't know whether I'm a bit old or whether I want to do the video thing or learn another platform. But um, anyway, I did the course and on I went. And actually, it's been great. So, you know, don't knock it. You oh. might we might see you there, David. I think we probably will. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not knocking it. So what, yeah, no, what, no, no, no. I know you're not benefits yeah. you from it. What, what, yeah. what do you do? Um, well, I've, I've found it quite amusing. I think that's what's been fun. I, you know, I find plowing away with Amazon ads absolutely soul destroying and very, very boring. But because I'm, you know, I'm a creative person like yourself and, um, you know, you, you kind of get on there and you put some daft thing on and it's surprising how much traction you get in a few book sales. And, and it's actually quite surprised me. And there's a whole little world on there, as you probably know, called Book Talk where yeah. lots of people come to who write, lots of people come who read, and there's a lot of readers. And I think that's really interesting. And you can kind of narrow it down to your own niche. Um, so, you know, if you're, you know, your thriller things, or, you know, obviously I write dark, grim, dark fantasy, and you can kind of narrow it down to that and people can find you. And I've been pleasantly surprised how, you know, what, what a lot of fun it is. The other thing is what I tend to do now is I tend to work on that platform and then I post through onto the other things via that. And that kind of saves a bit of time, really, because I think sometimes when you've got lots of different things to look at, it can be, you know, it is, I mean, it's it's massively time consuming, you know, yeah, the whole I mean, social media thing, isn't it? Totally. And this is what I I say to, to people, I mean, obviously we learn every day. I'm not on TikTok. Maybe I've got to do another book called, I mean, my social media marketing book brand is called My Way. So maybe I need to do a My Way to TikTok or something like that. And I think that's yeah. going to be one book I'm going to do. But why, um, we've just come back from the Isle of Wight and the- Yeah, you stink of garlic, your, David. I do stink of garlic. <laughs> you know what, I've been smelling garlic. Is it coming through? My yeah, mobile? It, is. it is. It's coming through on the Zoom. Yeah. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> I Good for you though. Yeah. And uh, and we were in the pub and um, uh, and we did a video. Abigail did a video and she was asking me questions. She's a brilliant illustrator. She actually did the illustration to uh, my one and only children's book. She's fantastic. Uh, um, she's a brilliant illustrator. So she did this a video of us and mainly me. Um, and I've said, you must send that to me. She hasn't done it. I will. She's downstairs. I will remind her. And I'm going to put that on TikTok because apparently it's not just like with Twitter and Instagram, you do videos or images. Mm. TikTok is different. Yes, yeah, it's That's all right. about the. It's all about the. Um, there's a whole way of doing it, and I'm still learning. I've, you know, like I said, I've only been doing it a couple of a couple of weeks, and and that you know, there's a whole thing. I mean, I bought years ago Mark Dawson's advertising course, and um, every, you kind of have it for life. And if you 
when when they put a new module on whatever that might be you automatically have it and i hadn't really looked at it for years really and then um somebody said oh you need to go on because it's got the tiktok thing how to use tiktok you know and so i did the course on there and uh, and that really helped because it kind of gets you off the bottom of the learning curve and enables you to you know get get going quickly that's the thing and um yeah i i've just found it amusing and quite a lot of fun and, and sometimes the whole advertising thing can be just a bit of a plug can't it and you just get bored with it i think that's the trouble so perhaps yeah, just finding I, a new platform is just that's perhaps that's what the interest is you know because you're just yeah, doing something I different to, um, yeah maybe i need to do that do you go do you uh go to the london book fair no i've never been never been no, God, you've got to go. Yes, I have got to go. Yes, that, that would be good. Brilliant. I've been like four or five years in a row. And made first time I went, I did a blog on it. And it was just, I put posters. I had posters of wrong place all the time. And I put them all around. I was a very cheeky marketeer. And then I put them actually, the posters, on the men's urinal. So when a man is doing his, the extra P, as we discussed not yeah. so long ago with yes. my email. <laughs> Yeah. right <laughs> and uh, so I, put, I put these posters on the you know where so blokes can look at the uh when they're doing their business they see a poster and i i was i got told off and i said right everyone you know these have oh david you must take these off but i did get a lot of comments saying this guy I'll give him 10 out of 10 for using using his initiative. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well I think you've got to. I mean, I I know I when I went to this thing at, in London, I I took I had little cards made with my podcast on and um I just gave them to everybody. I thought everybody I speak to, I'm giving them this, you know. And and it and it was it was a good thing because, you know, some people got back to me and came on and you know, and and you and unfortunately you've just got to stand up and go shout out haven't you and and make yourself yeah. heard yeah in amongst all yeah, the other I noise mean, that's right i mean the, the london book fair i mean it's great i've met some fantastic people i met all from around the world and i bumped into some called b b catlin who is from canada i didn't know she was going to be there we just bumped in and it's amazing the amount of people you meet on social media that yeah. you meet in person and we've become you know we've a lot of people I see, we go out quite often and, um, you know, we've become very, very good friends, which is really nice. So, yeah. um, well, I think I think it's good. It's good to just to spread yourself out right now. David, I want you to tell yeah. me your book is being made into a film. Tell me about that. I think that's yeah. so exciting. It is exciting. Um, it's been going. I mean, COVID didn't help for two years, obviously. Hasn't helped anything, but it's been has it? about five years. I mean, films... People think if you want to make a big budget film, which thank God this is not, you know, I give I've I've done I'm I'm an extra and a supporting artist. I've been on films and series and TV adverts and this and that. Indie films where you know you do it for free, it's fantastic. The creativeness of people is brilliant. But this particular film, thankfully, it's a large budget, and um, it takes years for a film from getting that script done which is rewritten and rewritten and rewritten to getting a director to getting the cast to getting there we had a casting director two years ago that didn't work out so you do waste a lot of time uh in preparation and we are getting very very got a great director now 
I can't actually name him, unfortunately. He's done some brilliant movies. Um, we are, we're looking, the plan is to film next year. Um, it was going to be this year, but with COVID, things were delayed and, and so forth. But it takes so long. There's a programme on Netflix, which is called How Movies Are Made or something like that. And you will see, like, Forrest Gump, for instance, was, not, was nearly not made. That took over 10 years to make. Not the filming, but the whole background, the whole process. And it never, and it nearly didn't get financed. So Tom Hanks and another actor had to put their own money into it. It's incredible. It's really opened my eyes and it's um, a roller coaster. One day you're on such a high, then the following day you're not because something's happened. But yeah, it's really exciting. Um, and I can't wait to be on location. It's going to be eight weeks. Are you um, going to play got... yourself in it? Or the... no. Get... no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. It, it happened in 91. There's going to be, it's got to be someone with Yeah, that's, that's what happens, is it, when you get too old to play yourself? <laughs> well, yeah, and you lose your hair. And uh, as you can see... Or, or go very grey like me. Had, yeah. I was know, a beautiful I'm... brunette once, but not anymore. Well, <laughs> so was I. And, uh, <laughs> and um, so, no, we've got someone in mind, and if he's got the offer which is incredible, if his agent and him say yes, it will put me on another level. It would mm. be on, really on another level. So um, we've had ups and we've had downs and ups and downs. So to be honest with you, at the moment, I'm really excited, but until uh, the director says, action for the very first time i'm not as my dad said bless him never count the chickens no you know? exactly no but um, i think it's i i just feel it's gonna happen i i think i think you're gonna be because i think you've always been very um you know i you, you don't give up do you david that's my my thing and i've been on you know self-publishing and twitter and all these things for absolutely donkey's years retweeting your stuff you've been retweeting my stuff and you know you, you never give up. Every time I put that stuff on, there you are. I mean, I've got to hand it to you. And, and I feel that even if these guys don't get it done, somebody else will because you won't stop. <laughs> and I think no, that's, I know. I know. People yeah. may, my girlfriend, I mean, these guys, Golden Mile Productions, Alison John, will get it. You know, they've worked so hard. No reservations, Dan and Will, the other production team. But we've also got Mark. I can never, I'm so dyslexic on my vocabulary as well. Mark Filoni, I'm terrible. His name's Mark. But he's, Mark, um, Mark will do. Yeah, yeah. Mark. I'll put it in the show notes, David, don't but worry. Filoni, I'm terrible <laughs> yeah. at pronunciation. I can never be a football commentator now, and I love football. I wouldn't be able to pronounce the names. And he is a uh, uh, executive producer, and he was part of the King's Speech, Moon, directed by uh, Duncan Jones, David Bowie's son. So he's got a fantastic pedigree as well. As the director who, I cannot wait to be able to announce the director's name because once we can announce that, it will go big. I mean, it's not just about him saying action. I just want the announcement. The announcement yeah. that we're making the film is done, yes. That's yeah. great. But once deadlines say for instance and all these um all these uh, online movie magazines once we can announce the director 
I'm really, I'm more than happy. I could, I could die tomorrow once that's announced because it, he, he's got a massive name. He's got a fantastic catalogue of movies. He's one of the only action British stroke Hollywood directors to earn, you know, box office of, of over $300 million on his first three films. So, mm. finger, you know, thing, fingers crossed. But thank you for saying that it will happen. Thank you. Oh yes, I, I think it will. I think I think it will. I think it will. And and I think it's you know it's such a popular book and and um, you know people want to see it in the you know see it happening, see it moving. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I know. I'm. I'm. You know, as my girlfriend says when I say to, uh, oh my god, we we've done a month of stumbling block. We've hit a brick wall. She goes, David. There there are so many people. She's brilliant. Actually, she's the stone. I'm the kite. And she, I'm the risk taker. She's a very low risk taker. She doesn't take risks at all. Apart yes, from no, I'm, I'm a bit like that with my husband. My husband's like very sensible, very, very sensible, you know, and, and he always worries about everything and all the little details where I'm just like, yeah, audiobook, let's jump in. <laughs> no, like, oh, absolutely. God. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The only yeah. risk Julia's ever taken was meeting me. Trust me. That is <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I think with Paul. I think I can't believe he married me. I'm such a, I'm such a crazy I know, I don't know about certain things, but she does, she puts me, you know, she goes, Dave, there are so many people, authors, who would love to be in your situation at the moment. I'm not talking about monetary terms, because people think, I've got all this money. No, you don't know money selling Kindle books at 99p, trust me. If you have a publisher like Richard Osmond, it's a little bit different, do you know what I mean? It is different, and... um, that's another kettle of fish, to be honest with you. And um, God, I'm bored of seeing his books and around. Sorry, that's my own personal opinion. Oh yeah, and and I think I think a lot of these. I mean, he seems like a very sweet man, but I think yes. a lot of these celebrities they get published, you know, and and um, you know, you you just I, I I've read better books by indie authors <laughs> who work a lot harder at it. And it's it's you know it is soul destroying. You know so. Yeah, they've My just got mom. the marketing ready-made, haven't they? Well, bloody, right. bloody, bloody good look to them. No, no, yeah, bloody good look. My mum, she's 87, biggest fan, always, uh, all these people, Richard, she always brings up his name, even though she likes him. All these reality stars, they go on this and they, then they think they could, they're a chef, they have one book in the chef, a cookery, or they've written a children's book, or they've done this romantic, romance, Mills and Boom book, and it's plugged everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. And and they get this massive advance, and yeah. uh, it's you know I I I give 12, 20 out of ten to these indie authors like you, me, and all the people on Twitter and Instagram because we work bloody hard for what we for what we get, which is, and we have, I say other jobs. I'm an extra. That's not like a job, but I used to do a job, and um, we work very hard to, for. Sometimes nothing, nothing. In fact, sorry to go on on Facebook no. just now to authors I know. We follow each other, we tweet, we share, we do this, we do that. He put on there, God, soul destroying. I haven't sold a book for a month. And another guy who's written 30 odd books, and we, we, we uh, interact on social media every day, he said, I'm the same. I haven't sold a book, you know, so it is, it is so soul destroying, but I think be proud of yourself. You've written a book. So many people would love to do that. And if you do more than one, great. 
them too. But I would just give everyone a pat on the back for that. Yeah, yeah, because it is—it's very hard work, I think. To you know, because a lot of it, you're you're sort of, um, you know, you're, you're you're working hard at it. You you—it's something that you kind of teach yourself how to do. I think you know the whole publishing thing as well as the writing side of it, and um, you know, and then you've got the marketing on top, and you know, one one thing and another. Yeah, and it it is a lot. It's a, it's a huge amount of work. Um, and all us indies, we well, we work hard at it. We. You know, we do deserve a few more book sales, I think. <laughs> Although I have to say that since I started this, which is probably about 15 years ago now, I think the the amazing quality of indie books, you could really see what was an indie book to start with, but I really yeah. don't think you can see the seam anymore. I don't think you can, I don't think you'd pick up one of my books and think, oh, she's self-published. I don't think you can tell whether it's sat there on Kindle or whether it, you've got the book in your hand. I don't think you can tell, honestly. You know, and, and some people that come and they find out I'm an author or whatever, and they say, and they look at my books and they go, oh, but these look like real books. I'm like, you know, they really are real books. They are real books, <laughs> you know. Exactly. They kind of think they're going to have some weird thing or just be made out of notepaper or something. No, <laughs> but, exactly. uh, no, no, they're real, real life books. Yeah, absolutely. They yeah. They are real books. And um, yeah. it's, yeah, thankfully, as I say, I've got my, Girlfriend has my editor. I do obviously give her money. And um, I've got my twin who designs all my book covers. So I'm lucky in that respect. And, um, I, you know, I'm, I put my own books on, on Amazon and I actually put other people's books on Amazon. Doing the paperback is a bit tricky. Um, Kindle's easy, but the paperback is tricky. Yes, um, I think because I, I do my own, I do my own artwork. So I do my own illustration, and uh, I also write as another name. I'm also Tiger Molly. I write for children, and I illustrate the children's books. Um, I mean, two author nails in names is ridiculous because it's far too much work, really. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I and I think the children's side, I I, I kind of I, it gets put to one side, but really, I need to find some more balance where I can promote the DJ Bowman Smith, the one that writes the fantasy and then the, the children's stuff as well. But there's just not enough hours in the day, to be honest, to, to write and draw and do all the other things. But no, you're quite right. The, um, the whole paperback cover is a whole new world of pain. <laughs> and I, I put up on Ingram Spark as well. And, and they're very, it's very fiddly, their whole system. Yeah, it's soul destroying. Drives you mad. Try the hardback. That'll give you another thing as well. I I <laughs> tried the hardback. I got the Kindle uh, unlimited. What KDP email the other day, and it goes, if you put your books in paperback and hardback, we can put we can put it in the language of uh, Ukrainian and Polish, and it's just doing it. It is. I'm just waiting for my, this is the bit of the laziness of me. I'm waiting for, once we can announce a director, then please God, I'll get another publisher who are good and who would do that for me, you yeah. see, and take and take the other books. And um, it, really, is, it is hard. What about audio books? Have you gone into audio? Yeah, the wrong place is audio. Yeah. And to be honest with you, my. Did you, my, did you narrate it yourself? No, no. No. I, I do not like, number one. My pronunciations are terrible. I don't like the sound of my own voice. And I, I got... None of us do. Your, your no, voice I is know. fine. Unless you're <laughs> Fraser Crean. I am listening. I, I watch that every day. It just fills me up with a... It just makes me laugh and it gets me on a good, good setting for the day. 
And um, no, I've got a guy called Brian Gill for, in America, actually, but he's done such a fantastic job. But also I put my three crime fiction books on um, a ACX or AXC and I've got all these people who, yeah. are, who are auditions and auditions and auditions and I just can't find the right voice. So please God, I'm waiting to be quite honest with you for the film, as I say, to be announced as a director, then I hope they get a, 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 a really good publisher and then they will get someone maybe famous to do the audio for my crime fiction, which a TV pilot has been written at the moment in America, which I'm really excited about. So I want to get that into a TV series. So that is the plan. That's my short term plan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think that sounds sounds like sounds like quite a plan. <laughs> it sounds like world domination. Well, well, do you know what? When I'm on my deathbed, if nothing comes of anything, at least I can say I gave it a really good go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I often think that. And I think sometimes you've just got to go, you know what? Let's just let's just have a go. Yes, I think so. Well, I've done the um, I started doing this podcast and, and yeah. thought, actually, it's not too bad. My, I'm very lucky because one of my daughters is a sound engineer. Okay. And so she was able to show me how to do very basic. I'm not clever like she is. And also I'm getting a bit deaf, so probably not a good thing. But anyway, she showed me basic sound editing, how I could edit the podcast. And, um, and then when I kind of got the hang of that, I thought, hmm, I think I might have a go at narrating my own books. Right. So I've done one of my children's books. I haven't bought it out yet, um, but I will do. And I've I've kind of done that. And um, yes, I, whether I'll do the fantasy, I, I don't really know because it's it's quite long and you know it is a pile of work. But it's not it's not not doable if you know what I mean. You know, I mean I'm lucky because I've got the sound engineer daughter and she gave me a patch because I didn't. My teeth are quite crooked and I've got a slight sibilance when I speak and I you don't notice it in normal back and forth but of course when it's recorded then you can hear this and so she said oh hold on mom I'm making you a patch so she, I've got a little thing that I stick on my my voice so that you can right. hear my <laughs> which of course like is really clever Alexa. yeah yeah she's really clever so yeah so yeah it's nice to have some people around you that give you a hand you know and yeah. it's you know whoever that might be yeah, well, I but no, my, I think uh, audio is a good thing. I think I think audiobooks have become a lot more popular. I mean, I see it a lot on TikTok. People, you know, listening to the audio and talking about the audiobooks and things. And yeah, I, th I think it's definitely worth doing if you can. Yeah, I need to. I mean, I can I could not do uh, the audio for one place, one time because sometimes I'm like Jonathan Ross, get me W's and me R's. It'd be one place, one one time, and it just wouldn't go down well. And uh, but I think. Audio, I think TikTok, I've got to look into that. I think I seriously need to uh, step my game up on that one. Yeah, I think you'd like it. I, th I think you'd enjoy seeing the nonsense on there. And a lot of it's no, very lighthearted and fun. One, obviously, I just think, oh, not another social media platform. Yeah, But yeah. Um, if it gives book sales and gives you more interaction with people um, worldwide, then it's got, it's got to be, it's got to be done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it. Yeah, well, I think that's what's what's fascinating about it is is um you know you you people people interact with you quite a lot when you're doing it you know which I think is quite quite a nice thing. Yeah, it's quite a tricky platform though. There's so many buttons and bits and pieces, and sometimes I wonder if my head can take on one more thing <laughs> for this that's, awful that's business. That's my <laughs> feeling, but 
you know, when yeah. I've got spare time in between doing like the extra work, which it could be full on two weeks and then nothing for two weeks and then full on two weeks. I've got that time to write, which I need to get back into. So I've started book four of my crime fiction. I'm about 11,000 words into that. Yeah, that's and, good. Um, yeah. Thank you. And how, how do you work as a dis, as a dyslexic? Um, do, do you myself, I like to write one draft and just get it all down and not keep stopping and thinking, oh, gosh, it's all covered in red lines and half of it's backwards. And then I kind of go back in and sort it out. Or do you try and sort it out as you go? Well, it's a very good point because I drive my editor, as I've said, my girlfriend, absolutely crazy. I, I do the latter what you've just oh, said that's yeah. really interesting I when I'm writing and to be honest with you I've got I make little notes but I haven't got post-it notes on the wall or, or anything like that at all my plot's in my head and as the crime fiction is written in the first person and it's about an author I'm plotting I know it sounds awful this but people like it I'm pleased to say I'm plotting as I go along. Yeah, and, yes, yeah. I, I pretty much, I, I'm i a bit half and half. I write, I have some things written down, um, but a lot of it I'm making up as I go in. And, and there's many days I sit down at the computer and I actually haven't got nothing in my head. And when the document comes up, I go, oh, yeah, here we go. And off I go on some weird thing. You know? And I write really weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> very dark you know i look like i, I should write I, romance or something but you oh, know i, I write know grim dark fantasy like mark lawrence you know so who knows where I that comes love, from i love dark you know it's true this uh crime fiction is dark and mm. and i i go actually you know i go and visit the places as well um, yeah because they're in sort of london and and um well the book three and four which i'm right are based in uh are based in new york manhattan and a place called kensington and hempstead where the first two books are based in kensington and west hampstead so i do i do a lot of mark i do a lot of research as well um for the locations to sort of people will say oh my god yeah that was in that in book one and, yeah. and book two but i do write as i go along i act the scenes out there was one scene um, where the main character, who who is nameless throughout the book, um, he's an author, and he uh, he was get, in one scene he had knives and he was trying to pick the sharpest knife, and he was like pricking his stomach. And when I was writing this, and when Julie was doing the editing, I had the knife, and I was I actually did the scene, and she goes, "What are you doing? You're crazy! Don't do that!" So I replaced it with a banana which I still freak <laughs> myself, but I, I, I act the scenes out. I, I, I do the dialogues. There's a lot of dialogue in my, my book. Yes. I, yeah. I actually shout it, read it as I go along. And there parts of this crime fiction is actually, parts of it is, is it really does resemble me to be quite honest with you. And well, I think, well, I think that's what the good writing is, is, is you've, got, you've got to give yourself, otherwise it doesn't work. You, you can't be standing back from it. You have to be in it and believe it. You know, like you say, I, I talk my speeches out as well, my, my dialogue, you know, yeah. I, especially when I'm in the car on my own, actually, or just me and the dog and the dog like looks at me like, really? <laughs> You're a bit angry on you <laughs> or something. <laughs> 
yeah, it is. Yeah, I no, no, I think, that's a, I think it's a good plan. Yeah, yeah. I talk to myself all the time, and uh, you know, I do think about the plot and what I'm going to do. There's little bits of writing, or if I, I send myself an email, and you know what, what I'm thinking about the plot, and then I obviously expand it as I write. Um, I personally, I love. You should never sort of put your slap your your own back, but I do love the crime fiction which I've written, and and also I being sort of a marketeer, so to speak, I in the book, there is a lot of marketing. I title all my chapters and so much marketing I do. And, um, you know, one programme I love, I love Succession, if you've heard of that. Uh, no, I haven't started watching that, watching that, but my, a friend of mine, um, a, another writer, um, Liz Francis, she was saying how brilliant it was and I really should get into it. So I think that might be our winter binge watch. Oh, do it. The guy who wrote that, Jesse Armstrong, is English and he wrote the, uh, he, believe it or not, he, he wrote The Peep Show. So going oh, yeah. from The Peep Show to Succession, which is brilliantly written. My Crime Fiction did something like that or Better Call Saul, which is fantastic, which I prefer to Breaking Bad, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, but, Breaking uh, Bad was good. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Better Call Saul, though, is fantastic. The is it? Oh, no, I have not seen the second one. No. no. Uh, oh, watch it. So I that's involved there's another program i love called californication <laughs> and it's with um hank david uh, david i'm telling you my my pronunciations are awful david de, de Coveney, who played it was in the x-files mm -hmm. and it's about an author and his name is hank moody that part of that is in the book as well um because something happened in real life when I met one of the stars of that, and that's in the book. So there's a lot of me in that book, in my crime fiction. Um, and that's why it's probably written in the first person. But I do, I do, um, I, I've loved writing that is dark and it's, it's violent and sexy and, and uh, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's good. And that's what makes it really, you've got to love it. Otherwise it's, you can't, you can't, I mean, I write, I, there was something popped up on some social media, something said, you know, you better write, you better like what you write because you're going to have to read, reread it about 70,000 times. <laughs> thought, that is yeah, a very good isn't point. that the okay. truth? Yeah. yeah. And you live with these your... books for a long time. You know, I mean, the, I'm always plugging my first book in my series and, you know, and I wrote that 10 years ago. And sometimes people ask me about it and I think I can't actually remember every little detail in it because I've obviously moved on to other things. Now, David, I'm just looking at the time. We're about to run out of time. Okay. Um, One very quick question I'll ask you. Yeah. One quick question. Who do you write for? Who do I write do for? Write... My husband. I write for my husband. You don't write for yourself? Well, I write for myself, but I write for my husband. When I'm writing, I think, oh, this will make, this will curl his toes. This will make him go, ooh. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's, I'm a bit like oh. Stephen King like that. He writes for his wife and he's yeah. the first person that sees my first draft. And um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I'll, I'll dedicate all my work to him. Yeah. Oh, man. How long have you been married for? Uh, 32 years. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old. Yes. We've been together a very long time now. Yeah. No, I, th old. I think he's I think he's. Um, yes, definitely. When I'm when I'm writing, he's the he's the my my reader in my head that I'm doing it for. Yes. Possibly oh, not the children's cool. books. I think that's a different thing. Probably other kids that I know, but but definitely the adult stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that's David, fine. where can people find you and all your well, stuff online? Oh, they can go to Amazon, uh, Twitter, 
which is at Dave P. Pelmutter. Yeah. Um, Instagram is David P. Pelmutter. Very quickly, my um, brother, my twin, had all these books, which I, I collected from him the other day. I must have about 30, and I've got to do a bit of marketing because they're all, the, all, all the authors are Pelmutters. Believe oh. It or not. oh, how interesting. It's, and it's quite an unusual name, isn't it? No, I know. Are you an identical twin, David? No, 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 we're not identical. And he is very, very clever as well, which I'm not. And he's oh. very creative, which, yeah, I can be creative. But no, we, um, I've got a big family. I've got four brothers and one sister, and we're very close siblings. Yeah, it sounds good. Right, it's going to time out. Okay. And thank you for coming on the Words thank and Pictures podcast. It's been lovely to talk to you and fascinating. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I'm glad we got it together in the end. So am I. Yes, it was lovely to talk to David. He really is a very nice fellow indeed. And uh, a great example of somebody who's, you know, had something awful happen to them in their life, but they've managed to make something of it, make something really good of it. So well done, David. And, you know, wish him every success with his um, upcoming, upcoming film about his book. Uh, find the links in the show notes. You know how it goes. Anyway. So my guest next week is Jodie J. Sperling. Now, Jodie is a fellow podcaster and his podcast is called The Reluctant Book Marketer. Now, anybody who is in this author space, in the book space, we all kind of hate the marketing side of things. And it's something that I think a lot of us struggle with to a greater or lesser degree. And as he says in his little little thing here, using his own words, he says, this show is my gift to you. If you feel like you'd like more readers, but the effort seems too great. If you want to find readers, but it feels impossible to ask others to read your book without seeming slimy, then this is the show for you. He says, I'd love to share with you how to overcome your mind's own objections and grow more comfortable marketing your books and yourself. So I think we've all got a lot to work, learn from Jody. Now, funnily enough, I was a guest on his podcast a couple of weeks ago and we had a lovely chat. I just know he's going to be great, you know, when we have a chat with him next week. So, you know, stick a lot around and come and listen to Jody talking about his podcast and about his own writing as well. OK, so this has been the Words and Pictures podcast. Thank you once again for listening and um, join me next time. In the meantime, you can find me. I'm DJ Bowman Smith at www.djbowmansmith.com. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.